Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week, three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. And away we go, rolling, rolling, rolling. Once again, I prefer joints to just about anything else, more than bongs, more than pipes, more than blunts. This is Ungayo, and you are listening to Rolling with Ungayo, with Ungayo Bilam. Uh, happens just about every week, right here on CannabisRadio.com, and iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, and iTunes, and your cute little heart. Which is fantastic. All right, a lot of things to talk about today. Been kind of a busy week, so we're going to get right into it with dessert first. Okay, I was down in the Central Coast a couple days ago, last few days. I've been down there. I was in the Central Valley, and then I was in the Central Coast, and then I drove home. So now when we were in the Central Valley, we were in um, um, uh, Merced, California, which is the gateway to Turlock for all of those who know. No, Gateway to Turlock. There's a suburb of Modesto. Does that count? Does that make it feel better? It's off the 99. Um, but we went to a place called Pinocchio's, which is a, an Italian restaurant. Uh, apparently, Mr. or Mrs. or the Pinocchio family is very popular in Merced because they also have a furniture store called Pinocchio's. So you can get Pinocchio's furniture and Pinocchio's Italian food. Uh, I just don't know what bearing that has on it, but I just thought I'd point it out because they were like, we're going to go to Pinocchio's. And I looked it up on Google's map and I'm like, why are we buying a couch? Because we're crazy hungry right now. But the point is they had good Italian food. The red sauce was nice. I had the spaghetti squash, spaghetti, right? So they you know, did a little spaghetti squash with the red sauce. It was really nice. But they had on the dessert menu was a caramel waffle. So they took an actual waffle. Like a like a breakfast waffle, and then they drizzled it with caramel and put some nice homemade uh, vanilla gelato on it and a few sliced bananas. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with bananas and a waffle and caramel and ice cream. It was delicious. Uh, I recommend it for breakfast or lunch or dessert. Uh, I should have had that first. No, I, I didn't. I actually had my dessert at the usual, the traditional dessert time. But it was really good. And I had two other uh, notable desserts this week. The Casa de Fruta, which is between Merced and Salinas, because I was down in Salinas. So if you drive, uh, the 152 is the name of the route. The Casa de Fruta is like a truck stand, truck stop, road stand, roadside thing. It's been there over 100 years. They used to have this guy called the Cup Flipper who'd do like little juggling things with your coffee cup. But he retired maybe 30 years ago and passed away a few years after that. So they no longer have the big sign that says home of the cup flipper, which is sad for some of us who remember this because it had like a little coffee cup that would spin around. It was like a a motorized sign. But anyway, they make these uh, homemade mini pies, which are kind of like hostess fruit pies, but better because they use a better filling. There's no, high fructose corn syrup. It's not just all about the sugar. So I had an apricot mini pie and man, that was delicious. I should have bought two of them, but I only had the one. So apricot mini pie 
at Casa de Fruta, they also make a blueberry and a, a Friends of the Forest or something. Fruits of the Forest, I think they call it, which is not a gay support group for park rangers. That's a horrible joke. I apologize. <laughs> but it's like blueberries and raspberries and rhubarb and shit. Uh, but I had I had the apricot. They make raspberry and apple and all this stuff. But I had the apricot one. It was delicious. And the last dessert I'd like to talk about was at the International Cannabis Business Conference. We're setting up a segue. See, I was at the International Cannabis Business Conference last week, which was great, in San Francisco. And uh, Defonse Chocolatiers, Chocolatiers, Chocolatier, 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 Chocolatiers. I don't speak French. Defonse, D-E-F-O-N-C-E, accents everywhere. There's an accent on the first E. I think they put one on the O. There's an accent on the It's like if you wanted Beyonce to be a better defensive basketball player. You'd yell, Defonse! Or maybe of the fancy, Defonse. But the point is, they make great chocolates. Uh, generally, THC-infused chocolates, but they had some high CBD, no THC chocolates. Like It was like 5, 10 milligrams of CBD uh, in these little cookies. It was like a chocolate chip, vegan sunflower seed, gluten-free chocolate chip cookie. And I'm not always big on the hippie food, but them shits were delicious. I tried not to eat all of them, but, but I mean, you can because it's CBD. It's not THC. So you're not going to be all stoned for the rest of the day. Your knees are just going to feel great, but I ate a bunch of those. You can find them on Instagram at D E F O N C E chocolatier C H O C O L A T I E R from the French chocolatier. You could have a chocolatier atelier. I don't speak French, but they were really great. So I would like to thank Bianca and everybody over at Defonse Chocolatiers for making delicious things. I also had these uh, somebody. I think it was still Defonse. I lost the box. I don't know where I put it. But they had made these like homemade cannabis infused marshmallows. They're only five grams of THC, so I ate two of them. I had a, a red velvet marshmallow, like a little square marshmallow, and then I had a peanut butter pretzel. I feel like the red velvet one was the most successful. But the peanut butter pretzel one was also delicious. All right. So those were my desserts, you know, not to mention various and random candy bars and whatnot. Uh, And now on to the adventure. So like I said, last week we're at the International Cannabis Business Conference. Uh, It was a star-studded affair this year in downtown San Francisco at the Hilton Union Square. Uh, Tommy Chong showed up. He wasn't even speaking. He just showed up to chop it up in the network and to um, talk up his new products since he's opening a, an edible line as well. You know, he's already got Chong's Choice super delicious flowers that you can find at a lot of different dispensaries. So he was there. Uh, John Sally, if you're an old NBA fan, you remember the Detroit Piston Bad Boys. John Sally. All six foot ten, six foot eleven of them. You can find a picture of me and him on the Instagram. I'm six three, and that guy, man, he's tall and his arms are long. And so when we took the picture on Instagram, he took the selfie because he's got the longest arms. And I look tiny. I look like Steph Curry tiny beside this guy, which is wild because I'm used to being relatively tall. But uh, we chopped it up a little bit. He had a lot of good things to say. You know, he didn't smoke weed until he was thirty nine. Right, which is funny because the NBA man is full of marijuana. Uh, for the longest time, 
until like five or ten years ago, maybe even longer than that, um, before when, when Chris Webber got busted for riding around smoking weed without his license in this car. And then the NBA kind of started cracking down on marijuana use. But they don't really test for weed. NBA players love marijuana constantly all the time. But some cats are squares, man. You know, you don't want to do things. So John Sally hadn't smoked any weed till he was 39 years old. And then he ate an edible or smoked some weed or some shit and realized he didn't have any more pain. You know, when you're an athlete like that, you get pain. You get, just, you know, your knees hurt, your elbows hurt, your shoulders hurt. Uh, you get older and you've been wearing and tearing since you were six years old, jumping up and down and running as hard as you can all the time, practice and all that shit. So he said he realized he didn't have any pain and he wanted to share that with other people, you know. So he's opening some cannabis things and he's getting involved in the cannabis industry, which is great. And then Henry Rollins gave the keynote speech. Uh, you know Henry Rollins from Black Flag, the old punk rock group. We're going to have a TV party tonight. All right. That's Black Flag. Uh, you can also hear that on the Repo Man soundtrack or the movie starring Emilio Estevez. But um, Henry Rollins gave the keynote speech, and he doesn't use marijuana himself, but he understands uh, how people receive benefits and that it can help people. And there's no reason for it to be illegal or even too heavily regulated. So it's nice. It's always great when you have non-cannabis users advocating for cannabis, right? This is this is great. You know, rights are rights, right? So like if you're not trans, you can still advocate for your trans friends or for your trans homies. Freedom is freedom. Just because someone else gets freedom doesn't mean that you get less freedom. You understand when you when you expand rights for everybody, you don't have less rights. The more rights you assert, the more rights you have. These are the things we talk about. So it was great. But here's an interesting thing about Henry Rollins. Like that guy is 50 something now and he is kind of still a bundle of energy, but it's really funny because he was just standing there talking he talked for a good 45 minutes. It was all very entertaining. And I had never really seen a keynote speaker at a cannabis conference work up a sweat. <laughs> right? He had worked up a sweat just from standing there and talking because he's just full of energy, I guess. So that was my international cannabis business conference. It was a sweaty Henry Rollins, a tall John Sally. Uh, he's built for speed. Um <laughs> Tall John Sally, he's built for weed. He's got everything. It's a little Richard song. You guys don't know that song? Tommy Chong. Everybody. It was great. But we'll talk about more about that stuff and some other things when we come back right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. 
Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing cannabis radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, we're back after the break. This is Rolling with Ungayo on all the internet things. I found a roach of Master Kush in my ashtray, so I thought I would puff that. I think it's Master Kush. It says MK. What else could it be? Melissa Calvin. I don't know her. Before we go on, I would like to thank our newest sponsor. What's up, Saturn Ranch? Saturn Ranch. Saturn Ranch. They're awesome. They love me. I love them. And you will love them, too. Go check them out. You can find them on the Instagram and the uh, Twitter. And uh, just put in Saturn Ranch and marijuana in your little search engine machine. I don't know what you use. Google. Bing. Your mom. You just call your mom. Hey, mom, what's Saturn Ranch? And then she's like, oh, yeah, that's a fantastic marijuana business. You should go check them out. Uh, but anyway. Thanks. And if you know, if you are interested in sponsoring the Rolling with Ungayo show, which you should be, uh, you can send an email through CanvasRadio.com and the good folks there will be happy to hook you up. Our rates are very reasonable. Okay. So we had just left the International Cannabis Business Conference in San Francisco. And then we kicked it in San, in San Francisco for a day. And then we went and saw the, the, uh, San Jose Kings, not, not the Kings. They're not the, the San Jose Sharks. It's the Sacramento Kings. The San Jose Sharks are the football team. Uh, the, Jesus Christ. See what happens when you smoke fucking Master Kush and start talking again? I think there was hash in that joint. The San Jose Sharks are a national hockey league team. And I went to the game and they lost two one in overtime. But it was a fun game. That's all I'm saying. And then uh, later that week, and now we're back. We're for, we full circle back. We're in the Central Valley because, like I said last week, I'm doing. I did a series of stage readings of a play uh, called Walls, written by prisoners and uh, high school students and immigrant laborers. Uh, written uh, so there's like an amalgamation, a compilation play, right? Uh, produced by the San Francisco Mime Troupe, which is not a troupe of mimes, but a politically active and awesome theater group that has been around for 40 or 50 years uh, now, and some of my friends are in it. Um, and it was cool. The, the the play had nothing to do with drugs, really. It was really more about isolation and 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 uh, solitary confinement and stuff. So we did a show at the high school, and that was cool. And all those kids there were great. And then we did a show at the Salinas Valley State Prison, which is in Soledad. So there's Soledad Prison, Salinas Valley State Prison. It's like Soledad has two industries, prison and farming. And uh, we weren't there to farm, although it would be crazy if you could talk somebody and let you build a marijuana farm right next to the prison. Or would it be rude? I don't know. It would be crazy rude, maybe. But so we went in to the Salinas Valley uh, State Prison, and all these guys are in for life. 
generally. Uh, most of them went in when they were 16 or 17 years old, and they were all the five cats we met. Right, It was a small writers group. These are the cats who would help write the play. Uh, they were all cool. There's an interesting thing. Like, you know, when you're in prison for that long, when you're following someone else's rules for that long, it sucks a lot. But you do get time to think, time to philosophize, right? A, a lot of cats in prison have good philosophies. They've had times to think about life and to think about things and to think about the way uh, things go. So it was really cool to do this play that they wrote uh, in front of them. Uh, they, they really enjoyed it. They really appreciated it. They all had good feedback and good things to say. Um, I did not bring any weed with me into the prison. I was actually very careful. It's weird because – I generally, even if I don't have marijuana on me, I probably have some marijuana on me, right? That's just how it goes. So I was very, very careful. We, we left the hotel. I took all the marijuana. I only brought a little bit of marijuana, right? Like a quarter ounce. <laughs> By accident, what happened was I grabbed four little different gram jars, right? Because, you know, you like to have a variety. You don't know how you're going to feel or what you're going to want to smoke. So I brought those with me. Uh, and then... When I was going through my stuff to make sure that I didn't have any weed on me, I found this whole other eighth of weed that I didn't even know that I had brought. <laughs> I found it in my jacket. And then I found another can of a couple of grams of the pineapple train wreck that I've been enjoying so much. And I found that in my other pocket. So I had to put that all away. And then I reached into the jacket of the suit coat that I was wearing and found another half a joint. So I had to throw that out. So I hid all the weed somewhere on the grounds of the hotel. And then, because I didn't, you know, uh, I, I, you never know what's going to happen. You go to prison, these guys are all freaky and authoritarian. But I was dressed like a young lawyer, so I didn't think they were going to give me any, you know, extra. It's not like I showed up with, like, dreadlocks and baggy shorts and flip-flops and a big gold chain. So I left all that stuff there. We went to the prison. We got through. It was pretty uh, – it's interesting. It's always weird when you step into – a prison or a jail, even if you're not an inmate, it's still a little weird because you can kind of feel the um, the captivity. You know what I'm saying? The, there's walls and fences. There were like three fences. I'm staring at it, and don't don't tell the guys at the prison this. But a lot of times, when I'm in a jail or a prison, I try to figure out how I would escape. Right? If I had to be there, maybe I was framed for a, a crime I did not commit. Right. If we're setting up some sort of TV show um, or a heist film. So uh, I was trying to figure out how I would escape, but they had it tough because the the fences, they had three fences uh, from the main prison to get out to the big courtyard where you still have another two miles to go before you get to the main road and then another three miles to the freeway. So it would be a challenge, just that part. Right. Uh, and it's all flat and wide open, so you can't really hide in the hills. Uh, so they had three fences, uh, one fence about 20 feet tall with the circular barbed wire on the top. And then they had an electric fence with a big sign saying deadly electricity. So not just like random electricity where you touch it and you get a shock or your muscles lock up and you're stuck to the fence. Like deadly. Like if you touch this fucking fence, it might fucking kill you. And then another 20-foot round barbed wire fence on the top. So that's like a three – way obstacle course you'd probably have to build a catapult right and then just toss yourself over the fence that way of course listen uh, getting the tools to build a catapult in prison i don't think they'll let you do that in woodshop class 
right? I'm just pointing it out. I'm just saying what you would do. I don't know. I don't know. If you have ideas on how to build a catapult in prison, please um, stick them in your butt and smuggle them to me. <laughs> and we'll all, we'll all talk about it. I know, right? Tattoo the prison plans on your, oh no, that's been done already. Uh, but I don't know. I hope I never have to figure out a way to escape from prison. But listen, Jeff Sessions is the attorney general and Trump is the president. You never know what's going to happen. They're trying to make it so that you get a felony for protesting, which is clearly unconstitutional, by the way. The the Constitution uh, plainly states that you have the right to protest and you have the right to seek redress and you have the right to, to petition your elected officials so they can stop being with the bullshit and get with the good shit. So that's my point on that. Uh, you, you know, people were probably like, man, are you on that Trump thing again? Hey, uh, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. So just pay attention. That's all I'm saying. All right. So we, uh, we talked to everybody. We talked to Keith and Omar. Uh, they had written a pretty funny play. Um, I played a guy who's in solitary confinement, so he's kind of holding a talk show out loud in his head. Uh, it was great, so I got to do a lot of different voices and everything. And there was, it was, it was nice to not have to be. I mean, the the, the play was pretty funny, but there's also some serious moments. You talk about, you know, creating water from tears and all these things, and so it was nice to do some acting. That's all. It's just nice to not always be funny all the time and you're probably like when are you funny we listen to this podcast every week come see me on stage when i'm trying to be funny here i'm just talking uh and then that was great and then so we did that and then we went to this uh restaurant uh los girasoles which means the sunflowers in on front street right put them right on front street in soledad and it was a old school Mexican taqueria and a carniceria, a carniceria, right? So they got the butcher shop and the food. And I had the birria, which is like a goat stew. Man, it was so good. It was so good. I love birria. That's like it's one of my go-to dishes when I'm in the uh, in the presence of Mexican food. If they have a good birria, it's like a test for me. I'm like, I'm, I got to try your birria. And I had, we had asked the girl like. The woman who was uh, giving us the tour of the prison, like a good place to eat. And I was like, oh, wait, we're in, we're in the Central Coast. I was like, where can we get the good birria? She's like, Las Girasoles. So we went there. Man, it was delicious. That's all I have to say. If you ever find yourself in Soledad for whatever reason, maybe you're going to Pinnacles National Park or you're going to visit your homie at the prison or both, don't forget to stop at Las Girasoles. No one there speaks English. So good luck with your Spanish. Stop at Las Girasoles and get any of the food. The chicken soup was good. The birria was great. Everything was fantastic, but it was so, so good. I cannot express enough. It's the only place I've ever seen with a five-star average review on Google Maps. That's how good it is. So there. So we're going to be back in a few minutes with more shit right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Peace. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah! 
Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge, big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Rolling with Ungayo. Or if we're taking a casual walk down the street, strolling with Ungayo. No? If we're leaving angry comments and snarky thoughts on the post of racist internet people, it's trolling with Ungayo. Okay, I'm done. No, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done at all. If you're going up and down your computer screen with the mouse, scrolling with Ungayo. Boom. Okay, that's it. That's it for that. Blame the Kush. I blame the Master Kush. I was going to thank some sponsors. We always thank Chameleon Glass because those guys are awesome. They always hook me up. Use Ungayo420 and the promo code. You get 10% off of the stuff. I'd like to thank Saturn Ranch for being new to the family. You guys are great. Thank you, Saturn Ranch. I'm going to come visit you pretty soon. I'd like to thank the International Cannabis Business Conference for letting me MC. The next one is in Eugene, Oregon on April 28th. Uh, I got a lot of gigs coming up. We could talk about April. You guys want to talk about March? We'll talk about March. March 16th in Auburn. March 9th at New Georgia's in San Rafael. This is not chronological. Just figure it out. Just get a pencil out. Just listen for your city and then listen for the date. Right? So San Rafael on March 9th. Auburn on March 16th. Uh, Jokers in Tri-Cities, Washington, the last weekend, or the second to last weekend, like March 23rd through the 25th, April 19th at the Punchline in San Francisco, 420 Prefunk, April 20th at the Punchline in Sacramento, April 28th through the 30th at Laughs Unlimited in Old Sac. Um, oh, and then there's early April, April 2nd through the 8th. I will be all over northeastern Texas, McAllen. Laredo, Austin. I'm setting up a San Antonio and things like that. And then we get into May. Uh, May 13th, I'll be in Skagit Valley next to Bellingham for the Dab Cup or Dab event or whatever they're calling it. I'm also trying to hook up some shit in BC and maybe something in Seattle or Tacoma. All right. I thank you all so very much for listening to the show yet again. You can find us every week on CannabisRadio.com. You can find me on the Twitter, NGAIO420. One day I will have my own website. Until then, find me on the Facebook. It's probably the easiest way. There's Facebook. There's Twitter. There's Instagram. I thank you for keeping up the good work. 
fighting the good fight. Don't forget to breathe. Enjoy yourself, right? As my old uh, mentor, the butterfly man, used to say, never let them get in the way of your good time. And that doesn't mean be an asshole. That just means have fun. You understand where I'm coming from, right? Consider yourself free to do anything that doesn't hurt other people. Beautiful. That's all. I'm just, this is what's going on. It's stopped raining and the sun is out. So I'm feeling like spring is almost here. So my thoughts will warm up, as they say. All right, everybody. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next week right here on Rolling with Some Gaio. Peace. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.